0: welcome back guys and girls to another episode of scary sunday after a week off to just reflect in the silence and i'm really looking forward to sharing an insight today with you guys that i had a couple days ago so on friday i went to an art exhibit um, and it was showcasing the work of two painters one was Claude Monet very famous impressionist painter and then the other one was someone who I hadn't heard of before by the name of Gustav Klimt who was an Austrian painter and the exhibit was super cool because basically they took these pieces of artwork from these two painters that are obviously hundreds of years old and they showcased them in a really modern way by using light and different visual effects to basically bring the paintings and the work to light and have them interplay with each other. Um, there's a lot of cool projection going on and lighting that made the paintings really come to life. And there was it was paired with classical music. Um, and it was a really, really cool exhibit. And I found myself taking in the work of Gustav Klimt, the second painter that was showcased, and really uh, having this really embodied insight while i was taking it in while his work was you know entering through my visual field and then getting processed by my mind and my emotions and i had this deep realization that you know with all art there is the vantage point and the perspective we could call it maybe the view from which the artist is delivering his or her art Maybe there's a message that the artist is trying to get across. Maybe there's a certain uh, reflection that that artist is trying to vulnerably express of the place that they were in or the perspective that they were, they had or the view that they had. Um, and then there's the actual view that the receiver, the person who is taking in the art, the person who's consuming the art, whether you know, you're a listener listening to music or you're um, taking in a, a piece of art the way that I was on Friday, there's the perspective that the perceiver has and based on that perspective based on that view the perceiver is going to come to all kinds of his or her own conclusions about the art whether they like it how it makes them feel whether they think it's important or not and so there's these two views and to make it even more interesting those two views themselves aren't even static right like based on your mood, based on how much sugar is in your blood when you're intaking the art, based on so many factors that are out of our control, the viewpoint from which you can even pay attention to a piece of art, the emotional signature of how you're feeling in that moment, so many things are gonna affect that viewpoint. And likewise with an artist, right? Like I know for myself as I make music, I may start with an intention for a song, but by the time it's actually out there in the world, it's been through such an iterative process and there's been so much change in myself as a person, as the person who's uh, creating the art, that by the time it's out, it kind of has a life of its own. And it, it, there's an infinite number of viewpoints that we all as humans are going through all the time because we're constantly changing based on our mood, based on what we find important, what we're valuing in that moment or that period of our, our lives or our time, that time in our lives. And so I was really, like, as I was taking this art and really appreciating it aesthetically, really finding it beautiful, I was really, like, having this experience simultaneously where I was noticing myself helplessly just putting so many projections onto the art and what it means and what what that might have meant about the artist. And I caught myself just realizing these are all... Everything I'm perceiving about this is so subjective and it's at best partially true and probably and partially untrue as well and i I kind of had this moment where I stepped back and I realized that that's how everything is like that is literally how life is in every moment, and I had this visceral experience of standing there and feeling the art come towards me and feeling it saturate my visual field and saturate my whole body in the way that I was receiving it. And then feeling this experience of all of these different thoughts and emotions popping up about what that means. This meaning, this secondary meaning that I can put onto the actual raw experience of the light of the art hitting my eyes, which isn't just an objective experience. This secondary layer that happens faster than the speed of thought And I noticed that in that moment, there was an infinite number of ways that I could have perceived that art, that I could have perceived him. And really it was up to me actually to see all of these different things, almost like there are straws. There's an infinite number of straws that you can pick in each moment to create meaning, to create a story that you're going to endorse within yourself about that moment. And with awareness, how if you can just feel comfortable enough resting in that state of the unknown, resting in this place of being stepped back, one step back from reality, you can actually start to pick the straws that are most useful to you in that moment. Pick the straws that are most skillful, as the Buddha would say, in the sense of uh, avoiding unnecessary human suffering. And... This is just a matter of paying attention. It's a matter of actually paying attention to the nature of experience at a level deep enough where you can start to feel how all of these potential stories of meaning that you can create for yourself are just whizzing by your head. They're just flying by you. And you can actually start to have a felt sense experience of, oh wow, I'm just here in this moment and in every moment I have a choice about what story I want to create and actually endorse, knowing that it's a story, knowing that whatever story I pick, it's gonna be equal parts true and untrue because it's just a perspective. And I would call this like a greater view that takes into account all the other views or as many views that you can become aware of in that moment. And so the implications on this for life and, The reason that I thought this was so beautiful because it was an experience of perceiving art that really taught me something about life was that I can notice all the different ways that I might want to perceive something. Some of them are unhelpful. Some of them are helpful. Some of them are disempowering thoughts. Some of them are empowering thoughts. And regardless of what the actual situation is, all that really matters is the story that I choose. And with awareness, first, I can see that they're all stories. And then it's a matter of training my attention, literally training my concentration to pick stories and actually sustain enough focus on those positive stories. And by positive, I, that can mean many things, depending on you know, what your definition of that is. But for me, I would say stories that empower myself and those around me in the situation to feel more safe to be themselves, to feel more authentic, to feel more to feel more loved and i can actually pick those stories and actually keep my attention on them. And this is what people mean when they say, you know, think positively or like pick the like pick the more empowering thought. It's a great concept and it's a great idea, but the actual experience of viscerally noticing all the ways that you can either empower yourself or disempower yourself in every moment and then having the stable, the stability and the trained focus to actually pick the positive mentalization, the positive way that you're perceiving that moment is literally just a matter of training your attention. It's, it's literally like training a muscle, but instead of a physical muscle on your arm or something, it's your actual ability to stick with a positive interpretation of things. It doesn't mean that you're deluding yourself or not letting yourself feeling negative feelings, but it means that you're actually understanding that the way that you perceive things is a choice in a radical felt sense way. Like right now, there's tons of thoughts that could be going through my head about what is happening right now. On one level, I feel really inspired. I notice myself really excited about explaining this point. That's one straw that I can pick and go with that and really lean into the excitement and really create, merge with my intention, which is this Enthusiasm, I have to make this point for you guys and you guys will feel that or there's another straw That's like, oh, I just got really self-conscious because I'm just talking into a phone right now in my room And what am I doing and who's even gonna watch this and if I start picking that straw and really Believing that with my body there will be a felt sense of difference in the way that you guys experience me in this video and Then the final thing is that these are all straws and when I just sit back in this moment and allow myself to enjoy the infinite multitude of straws that I can pick and really feel comfortable resting in that place without needing, out of any obligation to you or whoever's watching or to myself, without feeling implicated like I need to hurry and pick a straw, just to feel comfortable resting in that place That is what it means to be present. That is what it means to be in the cutting edge unknown of this present moment, staring the mystery of the next future moment in the face with total comfort and relaxation, knowing that you're not in a rush to believe any stories, positive or negative, and it's always a choice it's always a choice. And this is why, this is where this way of living actually differs from toxic positivity, we could call it. Because toxic positivity is the tendency to see all the straws and get addicted to the good straws out of an aversion to feeling anything negative. That's not what we're talking about right now. What we're talking about is radically more expansive. And it's literally seeing all the straws and making your home the place That is before you pick the straw, not making your home the place where I need to always be positive or making your home the place, the familiar story, the familiar straw that you're used to picking that's not empowering, that's disempowering, that makes you feel anxious or makes you go unconscious or makes you dissociate or makes you feel fearful. And for people who have insecure attachment issues in terms of not getting enough of the delight, emotional attunement, self-soothing modeling, um, encouragement of exploration and individuality and basic feeling of safety from their primary caregivers before the age of five at a pre-verbal level, they create, people like that, and I have been one of them, create unconscious, unhelpful beliefs that are so embedded in their nervous system that it's not enough to just read inspirational quotes on Instagram or go to therapy or attack it at the mental level. They are so habitually used to picking disempowering stories because that's the message they received. Not anybody's fault, but that's just the message they received for whatever reason they weren't attuned to in the right way or it wasn't modeled to them to actually have the awareness to see that these are all just stories and oh, you can always choose the empowering thought or belief to pick in that moment. And so they grow up feeling that the straw that they're looking through that's disempowering is reality. And that's the only option. They don't have the awareness. They don't have the meta cognitive ability to notice themselves continually picking patterns and stories that are disempowering. Step back, see all the range of infinite possibilities, and then begin to with practice and training your awareness, pick the right possibilities. And so this is why meditation is so crucial to any form of Actual sustainable healing that isn't just a peak experience that you remember and then are trying to get back to (coughs) Psychedelics or retreats or anything Nothing against all that it can be a beautiful doorway to the next stage on the path But it's not the path the path is actually training your awareness moment to moment to see the ways that you are Choosing disempowering you're pulling disempowering straws out of the infinite array Step back enjoy the fact that you have the choice and then when you want pick the straw that feels good to you and go into it as deeply or as shallowly as you want. And the last thing I'll say is the effect that this has on other people is that it allows them, it reminds them to feel and remember that they they also have their huge infinite array of straws that they can pick. And when you are comfortable resting in that place of, hey, life is not all these things. Life is the state of relaxing and easing into the prior experience before I choose a story to create meaning out of this reality, that's life. Everything on top of that is the story that we're telling ourselves about our life. And when you can really meet someone in that place of pre-story, then you can decide to explore different stories together or that person may feel more comfortable to just explore stories because they know that you're holding down that real space of, well, I'm not in my story, so what story do you want to tell? Let me hear it. Let me see if I, if I like it. Let me see how you feel when you're telling yourself that story. And vice versa. So meditation or any sort of ability of actually training your brain to con- consciously concentrate on one thing at a time and stick with it That is a crucial skill, and once you start learning that, you can apply it to positive mind states, knowing that every single meaning you make is a choice. So it's difficult to even talk about this because it's really something that needs to be experienced. Otherwise, it is just a concept, and what will happen is you'll get addicted to the idea of it without actually resting in the felt sense experience of, wow, this moment right here, right now, Right here, again, right now, every moment, there's an infinite amount of choice about which story you want to believe, knowing that they're all equally, partially true. So I hope that is helpful for you guys. Um, And I would love to hear what you think, your thoughts on this, if it made sense. I know that this was a little bit Maybe, um, uh, well, not out there, but uh, yeah, maybe a little esoteric. Hopefully not. I tried my best to explain it clearly, but it really is an experience. So let me know what you guys think. And if you'd like to go deeper, if this kind of stuff interests you, if you're curious and want to learn more about how the ability to concentrate and literally how just being able to focus on your breath for 10 minutes will help you love yourself more because it'll help you stabilize and have the awareness to keep a state of love in your mind and how that ties into attachment theory and the messages that we take on as little kids about what we're not capable of or what we are capable of or what our experience is meant to be of life, how you can break free from those stories using awareness and then actually walk through life with a level of deep radical comfort in the unknown And the ability to pick the straws that are most effective for you to look through in that moment if that stuff sounds interesting um let me know and as you guys probably know i've been offering free 30-minute introductory coaching calls i'm taking on a few clients privately it's just an extension of my mission as a human it's another way that i want to be of service in addition to my art so if you'd like to dive deeper into all this stuff and uh, you want to learn more you can book a call Just go to the uh, coaching highlight on my Instagram link, and there'll be a link there to book a call. And uh, that's it for today. Love you guys. Have an amazing Sunday. Peace.